Can you believe it that we are back? We are finally back with the longest hiatus ever in Fresh Monday's podcast history. Your girls are back <laughs> on the ones and twos, your favorite podcasters, Diana and Marley. Hi, guys. Thank you for welcome us, welcoming us back. Right. Thank you for being patient with us. A lot of you have asked questions every time you run into one of us or message us on, on um, Instagram or wherever. Uh, yeah, the hiatus was needed. Right. There was a lot happening, a lot going on. We're uh, now on episode 94. 94. Mm-hmm. So we're going to reach our 100. We are. We're determined to make it there. We have been doing this since 2017. It's been a long road. It's been a long road. If you really think about it, it's been, we've been doing this for a minute. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. been a long road. And just to get you guys know, we're actually face to face with each other because right. from 2017, it's usually been via Zoom. We've been doing this before the pandemic. Via right. Zoom. We were, I thought we were about that. All of y'all. When things were like really becoming all virtual, I was like, we have been on this. We have been comfortable enough to be innovative enough to say, hey, we can do this even though we do live in two different states. We can still make and create this. And we pretty much are kind of like pandemic proof. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, we're like able to survive. Pandemic-proof jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, right. yeah, yeah, I could do this from anywhere if I choose to. Um, so, yeah, the break was needed. Um, both of us had a lot happening. And the pandemic hit us all hard. Right. And just things happening on in life and things like that. Um, and usually you need a, re- a reset. And so the new year is here. I think we're slowly opening back up, which op- always allows space and room to get back right. into to normalcy. Um, so thank you guys for being patient with us. Absolutely. Um, Marley time. is actually here in South Florida yeah. uh, visiting. I'm not sure if she's going to move here. I guess that's the question of the year. <laughs> in due time, in due time. I think it's definitely in the book or in the plan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, as we know things, don't plan things because God has different, you know, God okay. laughs when you plan. I think that's what the saying is. Okay. Right? So um, it is the plan. I don't have the timeline for it. I'm looking six months to maybe less than a year and officially making the move back to South Florida. It's so difficult for me to accept that, not to plan. It's like against my Capricorn dream <laughs> to not have a plan. I had a plan March, 2020. Mm-hmm. And that plan just went to shit. Because I, of COVID. Because of COVID. Mm-hmm. I had literally, literally a timeline of things literally laid out of how things were supposed to go and it didn't go anywhere. Not even that. Talk about October 2019, I had a plan and all of that just, so that's why I'm like, have ideas, have thoughts, have sort of a process, but not really planned out. Um, But in a sense, like for me, I feel like the most interesting experience of this pandemic and the lockdown and this you know, crazy new reality that we've all learned to live in, there was also kind of like a cleanse Yes, that came with that. Mm-hmm. And even us taking our break, you know what I mean? Like that was a cleanse mm-hmm. in our own personal lives. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I feel like this is something really beautiful is going to come from this oh, yeah. somehow, you know, like yeah. that's kind of like where my mood is 
in regards to how up and down all of this is open. I can see that. I can see that. I think just already how we function in everyday lives has already changed or how we socialize. Because yeah. I mean, we've been out, right? And even socializing has been different. Like you just catch every little thing with people too. Like, mm-hmm. like and just the way people move around each other, just a little bit has changed. And it, it's very interesting, but it definitely is a cleanse also for kind of just societal functions and just how we go about like work life. Like that whole nine to five thing just literally just goes out the window yeah. with that driving to work. I mean, think about it. You work from, you drive from seven to eight to make it at nine. You realize how much of your life you've been wasting on commutes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's really fascinating. But you know what I'm curious to ask for you? You came from the Northeast, mm-hmm. which has been super strict, mm-hmm. um, a lot of lockdown, um, much more aggressive uh, approaches mm-hmm. by the people in government mm-hmm. to keep things more controlled. Now that you've been here in Florida, you like for about a month now, right? Yeah. Now that it's more relaxed here, do you right. feel more relaxed mentally as well? Or do you still feel like y'all wilding out here? You know what I mean? Like, I wonder how people, cause I've only experienced it down how here. How you perceive it. Yeah. I think it's a mix of both, but I think the, the weather has a big factor in it because there when everything shuts down and it's cold you're just kind of like everything's already shut as it is right right like you're not going outside as you would it be is. home anyway you'd be home anyway right, right right things closing early was a big you know impact you know that supermarket closing at six or like seven mm. like that was like there was like those kind of moments. Wow, six. some of them were closing at six in the early 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 stages yeah, when yeah, they yeah. realized okay like and waiting in line and those kind of things which i think that was sort of happening here it was in that kind of so i think we had the same it's a except I think weather has a huge, a bigger impact in how we were functioning up there. Um, I guess because I came here more in the later stages where everyone already, we had more information. We had a little bit more lackadaisical, everything right. was kind of winded down on it. It felt more free, like more open. But also I honestly can say that I haven't been exploring in the North, in up in Massachusetts really as right. much. Like I do my Target runs and my supermarket runs, but I wasn't like, activities per se like I wasn't doing much to really say how much of a but it is better to be doing COVID here no it's better here like I think we can admit that this is a better place to do COVID right when I landed here I literally asked my father before walking into Walgreens I was like do I put the mask on because I heard y'all don't do this and he's like you walk in there with that mask on I'm like yeah so yeah yeah i mean businesses yeah I, I, yeah I mean i don't want people to think that we're not following the law like that i think that's like you're law. just like, yeah no of course of course like just in in everyday kind of thing i think again i think just because you have a little bit more the weather it just is, it's a huge thing it is a big thing i think it's, that's just the bigger part and so full, i mean we still don't know all the facts but apparently the warmer weather is a better outcome for COVID in general. Yeah. I guess it, it's not able to, I guess, live on surfaces when it's hot. I don't know. Do we learn it yet? Because I remember, remember last March we were wiping down groceries kind of vibe, and then no one, right. everyone stopped, and then we we wipe. We were, what were we doing? I mean, it was. And I mean, it was funny madness. enough, it's been a year exactly now. Yeah, it's been exactly. A year. exactly and we a year. were to the point that we weren't even fucking wearing our eye. We were wearing shades to go outside. That's you what, know I'm, what saying? I'm saying. Like so much has shifted and changed yeah. that, like, and you hear like there was a point where people were saying it lived in dogs. Like dogs can catch it and grab it. Like exactly. And then everyone was like, "All right, calm down." Like there's all these things. Mm-hmm. 
I find it interesting. What I do find interesting is that we've learned as we go. And I don't think we've ever experienced something right. like that. Right. Like, you know what Ebola was? Ebola's exist in a sense. Yeah, because it's the sense. first time this has ever happened. Right. Malaria's existed. Right. Like those kind of diseases, that infectious diseases have existed. So you have, you know what those right. things live in. This was like growing as it goes. But that's what and I learning as you go means it's so interesting. confidence in the therapeutics of it. Because now it's like, are we all just experimenting until we figure this out? Right. So I, I can understand why everyone's been a bit apprehensive. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Of like listening and just taking all the information and saying, this is what I'm going to do because you guys told me this. Right. But now you're like, you know, we don't know. Right. You know, there's no. You just don't know. There's no background to this. And, and so. we're all, and people have to, yeah, we're all learning as we're going mm-hmm. together. The scientists are learning with the public at the same time. Correct. So like, that's why I was like, I take everything with a grain of salt and you just inform yourself in all the ways. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting that we experience something that we're just learning together. Yeah, it is interesting. And I'm and in a way, I'm really happy that the vaccine is happening. Yeah. More so, so that people can relax. Yes. For those I feel who, like who needed I feel to relax. this pressure relief now. That I feel like people are less in fear especially the older generation that has been impacted so heavily with this. I see that they're more relaxed now and that's good to see. Yeah. And because I it makes a difference for how all of us live, mm-hmm. whether we decide to take it or not, the person who does decide to take it, it's good on their mental Absolutely. health because for them, they feel a lot more secure. Exactly. In it. And I am happy for anyone who, whatever decision they decide Absolutely. to make and that makes them healthy in their decision, so be it, right? Absolutely. Like, I know, I know my decision is not currently right now for me. Like, that's not a, a now thing for me, who knows? But whomever else, I'm like, yeah, go. If you feel more confident that way, it makes you feel happier, it makes you feel safer, it makes you feel you're excited to go outside and see your grandkids or kids, whatever. I so agree. Be it. I support anyone who decides to get the vaccination. I'm 100% supportive of that. Right. And I do not question your decision to do that you right. know what i mean like i feel like that shit makes total sense but also don't now be the vaccine police right and then i was just about to say two things mm-hmm. don't be the vaccine police and then on the other side don't be the the what you call it the person who's gonna put out all the articles of people who died or like right like like right. let's just let's just yeah, there's people, what was it? Like, they said, oh, I heard three people die. I'm like, three people? Bro, that's nothing. You know how many of us are there? <laughs> you, know that's what many, you, you know three people died, like, yesterday taking the bus. You know what I mean? Like, you, this is not a bad statistic. Right, there'd be, like, 150,000 people took the vaccine. Three died. Right. I'd be like, and all of them had, like, congested heart failure. What's that got to do with anything? Yeah. Like, like or, like, something. Like, that's no, I know what you're saying. Right, so it goes on both sides, though. Mm-hmm. Don't be the vaccine please and don't be the anti-vaxxer all the articles from some deep web and people like statistics that don't add up right because a point zero 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 one happens with any vaccine (laughs) or any medication right there's people who die from taking regular penicillin you know like some people react badly badly yeah and unfortunately unfortunately some people fall victim to that so it's just good to know that um, things are turning around yes. and that uh, everyone seems to be a little bit more confident in just being able to do day-to-day things. And mm-hmm. hopefully that means by winter of this year, hopefully we'll be 
normal? I think it's summer. Right? I, I, I read a tweet or something that said, this is going to be the most summer summer ever oh, yeah. of all summers. People are going to be bugging. I'm go- I have stacked up several summers. <laughs> Yeah. For come come June, July, August. Yeah. Uh, Memorial weekend, May. I think that's gonna be the most summer summer you could ever see. Yeah, I mean spring break already started down here in Florida. And, and it's spring a hot break mess. was packed. Mm-hmm. It's a hot mess for sure. Yeah, for Floridians, I can see how it's kind of like, okay, which direction do we go somewhere else? It's a t- it's a turnoff. It's like living down here is a big turn. I hate that I've become that person, but I hate tourists. Yeah. It's like Every time you guys come down here, you, you take it too far and like you're destroying where I live. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's gross behavior. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, they're the ones that are truly bugging and like not wearing masks. So it's like it, you're making it seem as if the people who natively live here are reckless. Are reckless and they're not. No, that, that's it's very true. Tourists. It's very true. Mm-hmm. The tourists make actually Florida, Miami look more out of whack. Than what Absolutely. it actually is. What yeah. was the other day we were walking on ocean? Yeah, that it was disgusting. <laughs> it was terrible. It was one it was of the disgusting. most it was the most ratchet thing I've seen. I don't even think ratchet's the word. It just went way off. It was off the Richter scale of every anything. And it was like it took away all the the beauty. The beauty, the atmosphere that mm-hmm. is Miami Beach, if you were just to enjoy it on a regular or South Beach per se. Like if you were enjoy it on a and South Beach is not a local thing that people do on a regular basis. Local people go to South Beach, but not to the places that the tourists the go. The tourists go. There's a lot of beautiful things to do on right. South Beach. There's there's hidden restaurants on South Beach that yes. people go to and they spend $500 on dinner. Yes. Like I'm not saying that there isn't a very prestigious underground world in South Beach as well. So there is things that you do, but it's the type of thing that you don't go to Miami Beach in March. You know what I mean? Because you know it's spring break. Just like you don't go to Miami Beach during Memorial Day weekend. Like you just do don't not go. Yeah. So it's like it's just become that. And it's like unfortunate that it's so dangerous. People are always getting fucking shot. It's like the most it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's unfortunate. And I I do hope to come back and enjoy it like a non-seasonal exactly kind of thing. Exactly. But I guess we have to wait till everyone else opens up because people are clearly escaping to here and they the are. flights are cheap very uh, uh, listen for 50 dollars. it's incredible on a jet blue it's incredible you spend less money flying down here than you do for the going to the movies with your kids yeah honestly yeah like going to the movies is like 150 dollars. no so it's like crazy yeah cdb show is expensive as fuck so it's like you can literally take a flight down here instead of instead of mm-hmm. doing something where you live so I think once things kind of slowly start opening up again, but Miami's beautiful. Um, and it's been fun being out here. It, I've enjoyed I, my time. I, I, I bet. I've enjoyed, I have a sunburn to take with me. I heard it's about in the forties or thirties up there. So I'm just, I'm soaking it all in while I can. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. Yes. Now we're going to take a moment to talk about now and then, then and now. Yes. And I think um, it's going to be a fun topic because we all know Coming to America was an awesome movie. A classic. When we were growing up. I don't even know how many times I've seen that movie. Thousands of times. I'm talking about, it used to be like on WB, which now is like the CW. (laughs) They used to like play it. Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. All the channels played it all the time. All the time. Um, Funny enough, 
now we're starting to feel older because Coming to America Part One came out in 1988. And I was one. <laughs> right. And like, I was a little ass kid, but like, it just was such a classic movie that it kept on playing. And then we got up on it, mm-hmm. even though our parents were the ones who probably watched it. That's how I watched it. Yeah. It's because I, and I've always, as you're talking about that, I always remember, I think about these classic 80 movies that I love or 80s so and good. 90s movies. So good. And the reason why I love them, and I'd be like, my parents really had me watching this. And then I realized, oh, my parents were like 25. Right. They were young. <laughs> they were young. And that's what was popping so for like, them. So like a movie like What About Bob? I was like, that's my favorite movie with my father. And I'd be like, oh, my dad was like 31. And right. had me sitting there at 10, like, we watching this and this is hilarious. Yeah, yeah So you'd be like, oh, he's my age. Right. Like, get it. So same thing, like coming to America, like my mom loves it. Anything Eddie Murphy, yeah, my like that's love, their my parents love that movie. Beverly Hills Cops, like that, like there's their 80s classics and that I, I love. I really like uh there's something about movies from that era, like the way that they're shot. Yes. It's just different. It feels like a movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. You, you could tell it's it's they're organically in the space. They're really there. Like mm-hmm. it's nothing is set up, nothing is staged. Like the Not film, too much staged. Like I I think film. Oh, it's a different, yes. very different yeah. than like a digital Digital shot. filming. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I miss that about film. I miss that about recordings of older movies. I feel like it feels like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching like an old Demi Moore movie Ooh, recently. And one? you know, what was it? Uh, the Juror, I think it's called. Okay. Good movie. Yeah. All her movies are really good. Yeah. So it's like you watch it and it's just that intensity that you get from that type of film. It's really good. And I feel like maybe... Uh, my age is sticking out and I'm sounding like the old people that like the black and whites, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like this movie coming out in the 80s, uh, Eddie Murphy kind of being a staple to what the 80s looked like to us as well was yeah. really cool. Um, remembering how dirty New York City used to be. Gross. Wow. Like legit, just got like, we, no, we're talking about Miami being ratchet. New York is just- Nah, it was just poor. Just dirty it was like poor. it was just poor yeah everywhere mm-hmm. and it's, it's like little pockets were okay rich and those kind of things but new york was like no we're all equally yeah across was, the board unfortunately it was a really hard stage right and now it's especially the babies not getting there again right but you know it went through a really hard stage a lot of like graffiti a lot of garbage a lot of whatever gang and, violence and yeah things, yeah and like Eddie Murphy kind of captured that and it was so funny because his innocence in the movie didn't realize how horrible it really, it really was. And I think that's kind of what made Coming to America so cute at that time. Because mm-hmm. it was like, he was just so innocent and just so open and so excited about little things. And like, remember he was like mopping and he was so proud of himself that he was going to get, you know, a promotion and he wanted to live in the worst apartment possible. <laughs> it, like little shit like that was really cute. And I love that movie. And I think it's so it's always been like one of my favorites. It kind of brings me back to my childhood, back to the happy moments, back to living in New York, back to like watching TV and sitting under the covers and like, you know, watching repeated movies because movies didn't come out the way they do now. No, yeah. You used to watch the same movie multiple times. So Several times. It was funny. You can quote the movies. So many rappers have quoted the movies. So many people have redone the parties. Alicia Keys did it for Swiss Beats. Remember when she put didn't see a, that one. A birthday party. It was a coming to America theme. Oh, I maybe I don't I remember. Very that cool. One. That's, that sounds very cool. cool. A lot of people have done it. You know what I mean? So it's like this is kind of like a cultural classic. Yes. You know what I mean? So to now for Coming to America 2, right? Mm-hmm. Came out, 
first of all, very cool Amazon Prime. Yes. Yes. I like having that access. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that we have set up right now where you just go onto your TV screen and there it is, the premiere. Right. Even if it's like a short-lived premiere. Like, right. The, I like that, but I Me also too. do miss the movie theater. I but I'm kind of happy I, this is I don't a, this know is if a I movie. miss the movie theater. No? No. It depends on the movie. Uh, action movies, I think, are better. Right. I think... Um, I like dramatics also a little bit. Like yeah. Like, Thriller-ish or something. Like, that's what I'm saying. It depends on the movie itself. I like to see in theater. I, I don't want, think I would I have seen this in theater. No, this I wouldn't have gone in theater. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. This was exactly where it needed to be. I think it was smart. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, I, to my understanding, I think Eddie Murphy funded this as well. And then Amazon uh, bought it. Okay. Licensed it or whatever the case is. Very me. cool. Yeah. Great business move by Eddie Murphy. I think for a while now, he's been doing his own thing mm -hmm. and not getting, putting his own money up to make his own work, which is very genius because that's how you truly make money. Yeah. And I thought it was amazing that the original cast was in the movie. Every single human that was who was so ever cool. in that movie, there was a lot of callbacks. They're like they call, you know like little things that hints to like the, the original, yeah. which made it kind of fun. And even my mom was like, "Oh, I remember that. Like, oh, that's the girl. That's the love interest. Oh, look, she's in it. Oh my gosh, she looks great. Like, all those callbacks of things and like little scenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. were cute. Mm -hmm. It gives it, it. It is that nostalgia thing." Um, I don't know if we're at the part yet to review the movie. We can we're going go, to go down into it. I liked it for what it was. Mm -hmm. For on, on TV, at home, in my bed, it's playing. I didn't have to focus or pay attention too much, I think. Okay. Not like coming to, a, not like the original where I was like glued. Um, Could have been better. I don't know how. But it was like lacking a little bit, but I realized that everything was just callbacks and everything was just nostalgia. There was no I don't I don't know Does that make sense? how they could have done it any different because the first one, the movie is a romantic comedy. Yes. Which you know is, what I mean? This, yeah, yeah. And this is a romantic comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So romantic comedies are not heavy. No. It's lighthearted, you know, silliness. Yes. Which is always it's a feel-good movie, you know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like that's what the purpose was of this movie. Yes. Um, I wouldn't have casted his son. Really? I, I liked his son. And I think because I liked that guy in another movie or another show. Maybe. I, I think that's why. Maybe. Me. I just, that, I feel like, I'm not saying he did a bad job, but I wouldn't have casted his son. Okay. I think I would have gotten someone a little swaggier. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, I didn't understand why he was such a mama's boy. That was weird to me. Okay. But cute, I guess, raised by a single mom. Right. She was super funny. She was, and I don't usually care too much for Leslie Jones. Mm -hmm. She's not, not that she's terrible. I've never like, like I don't think oh, she's I'm the funniest on SNL. Right. No. She was great. She was good. In this. Mm -hmm. She didn't OD for me like Tiffany Haddish. If it was Tiffany Haddish, I probably would have hated it the whole time. Yeah. I kid you not. Because she's extra? Because she's so extra. Leslie Jones was genuinely, that is who she is. <laughs> and so you're just like, that's hilarious. Right? Like, you could see her in person act, being exactly like that outside. Tiffany Haddish for me is a little, like, heavy mm. and at, piles it on. Leslie Jones was like, no, this is, this is my voice and this is what I say. And this is how it's going to yeah. work. So I really like that. I thought it was really funny, too, when it's like, 
when you find out your man has a kid, right? <laughs> and then you have to meet the chick also, all at once. I thought that she was so hilarious. I'm like, whoa, like she's here too. I thought that was funny. She looks really good, um, the wife. The yes. She looks great though. Amazing. She looks, she, really looks, she looks exactly like she did 30 years ago. She does. She looked amazing. I thought she was great. Um, Arsenio Hall looks good. I mean, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall look like 30 years later. I guess what sixty-year-old right. men should look like. Right, I guess Makes per sense. se, age people. So I, I found that interesting. The I love how they brought back the old characters, the old people, the barbershop. Yes, that's always funny. Yeah, the I Jewish love, guy. Yeah, and I love that there's some like little like low-key, um, uh, what's it called? Like push the line jokes yeah. in those moments, and that was like okay, I political love, statements. I love tone, political statements. Yeah, like I love those like push the edge because mm-hmm. I like a good raunchy like. Mm-hmm. push the edge kind of jokes and I was like oh okay they still kept it there and they kept it as the old people doing it yeah so it kind of confused you like it's the not, truth right. old people be saying shit that's out of pocket all, all day <laughs> and I'll take it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no filter yeah. right and even when they tell you in person you'd be like you're old and I'm gonna leave you right there but I'd be looking at your grandparents like that was a racist thing you I've heard my grandmother say some things and I've been like <laughs> Lord Jesus racist, by the I'm way. gonna need you to right. not say this outside <laughs> Right. I'm gonna need you to not say this outside. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Is yeah. that they came back into those old people characters and they pushed the edge as the old people. Mm-hmm. So it really kept it good on that. I thought it was really cute. I thought that um the uh Tiana Taylor um doing her performance was good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that she was going to play the role of like the submissive, right, stupid wife that's just there like i was surprised that that was a role yeah but i can understand how they're trying to show and demonstrate that that's the tradition and that they had a that's still a vision but i like also how they demonstrate like the daughters were independent how beautiful beautiful oh my gosh wow gorgeous is that the um the girlfriend of the nigerian guy from power i don't know because he's dating an african actress i think like he's his his love interest in real life is an african actress and I don't know if that's I'm not her. Sure if that's her. Because she's but a those very girls, beautiful girl. Those girls were gorgeous. Gorgeous. But I also like how they showed, like, the daughters were like, we can be, we could be. Why can't it be passed on to us? Why does it have to be that traditional, a male heir kind of thing? Correct. So I like that it kind of showed that. Um, but those girls were, were beautiful. I loved it. Very good casting. Very entertaining. I love the the hopeless romantic vibe just like his dad like yeah. he's gonna marry the one he wants to be which with. i like that too yeah. i like that storyline of it mm-hmm. i like that it focused on there just like the similarity i do wish it did spend some time of him back in new york a little bit longer i wish yeah. i had that like give us 30 minutes more okay of that like yeah yeah rope but new york you could tell that like it was such a different new york that i wanted him to see like explore the new New York kind mm-hmm. of thing. Does that make sense? Or like yeah, the new, yeah. what is it, Queens? It could be because of the pandemic. Right. Because I don't know when they filmed this. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, so they, right, that right. could have restricted a lot of the stuff that they were able or not able to do. Who knows? Um, I think it's super interesting that Rick Ross's house is the house. The house that they used for the whole thing? Damn, Rick Ross. You know what I mean? Like, you are balling, bro. Like, your house is crazy. It's huge. It's crazy. And I wish they wouldn't have told us that. Me too. Before. Exactly. Because then you start looking and noticing little things. 
And I then, wanted to believe it was Africa, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't look like they should have really held tight to that before sharing it. Mm-hmm. And there's things in movies that you have to really to give us that little that feeling that feeling of a movie and like realistic. Keep those little things to yourself and then tell us 10 years later, five mm-hmm. years, whatever, sometime after yeah. we've seen it. Because it loses that magic in, in the movie magic kind I would of have rather have not known that before watching it. Right. Because mm-hmm. then I can't enjoy it anymore. Right. That's it just you're looking for it now. You're looking for any error. You're looking for it. Like, oh, that's the house. That's where that like it just removes a lot of that. Yeah. That magic in a movie kind of deal. So the interesting thing is that this timing was like so perfect because now we're talking about a girl from Queens, an American girl marrying a prince, moving to their native lands, and eventually being embraced as a queen, right? Right. Now, fast forward real life. We have our own American princess, Meghan Markle, yes. right? That married Prince Harry. And we were all super stoked because it's like, damn, yo, like this is amazing. Like yes. this chick is marrying a prince and she's an American and she's one of ours. And we were like super excited. Like, yes, like the English like, yeah, are like, <laughs> this is like the monarchy. You know right. what I mean? And it's right. like, you are, you're in it. Like yeah. it's so dope. To now her doing this interview with Oprah and rattling everything. Yes, shaking the shit, shaking yeah. the castle. Yeah. Shaking it. Not only just her, what I appreciate about that interview is that he spoke also, that Harry spoke. Yeah. Obviously, it's more focused on her, right? I feel really and her bad experience. For him. But I feel bad for, for him at yeah. the end of the day. For her, I feel for, right? Like as a woman and, and, and those kind of things and what she's going through. And honestly, the press treats her different and all those things. I see that. For him, it's double. It's, he's taking on twice, maybe three times heavier also because he's protecting a family, protecting his history and his family. His legacy. His, his legacy, his mother's legacy. Mm-hmm. He's trying to protect that and the fear that he has, that he's carrying with himself because of all these things. You could see that, like you can sense that from him. Yeah, and like, you know that these royals, they get trained right. since birth. And you could tell he was trained in, in, on in, how to not talk about themselves and how to keep shit out the media. They and, have to. And you can see it in the interview where he was still struggling to be super open, but he kept it really, he knew when to pull back when he was talking. I just feel I mean, bad he's trained also all his because life. like, it's really difficult to be in a relationship with someone that you love, but your family doesn't accept. Yeah. And I feel like that may not be the exact situation, but this is a version of that of some kind. Right. Where he had to choose his relationship over his family. Right. And I feel really bad for him because no one wants to be in that position. No one wants to be in a position that you have to choose between the person that you're in love with and your family. Or like, or family know, versus family, because he essentially has a family with this person at the end of the day. His own family. His own family. Right. Making your own family, growing from that, and then the legacy that you carry mm-hmm. and the family that you have already there. That's, he was really uncomfortable. Like, yeah. I feel like his body language demonstrated that he was very uncomfortable because it was, it goes against everything he's ever known to do this type of thing. You know right. what I'm saying? And to say anything negative, and I feel like, as a human being, I felt so bad that he even has to go on a platform to sit there and talk about this institution that 
is that has made him who he is. You know what I mean? Like this institution is the reason why you're a very wealthy person that's right. well known, that you serve the people. That's supposedly what you're supposedly. Yeah. So it's like now he he I can understand how maybe his family is now looking at him like he's betrayed them. Right. Because now you're over here publicly speaking against us because you got this now you in love. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we we're your family, we're your blood. Right. So it's like such a weird thing and position. And I and I felt watching it, I was I felt uncomfortable. I was like, this is awkward that this is even happening. I felt more sad, like not sad, but like I felt for them. Mm-hmm. Like I just had like, oh man, like for both of them in a sense. Cause when he said like his father not answering the call, and you'd be like, damn. Like that's right. That's, but you would think that Prince Charles would totally get where he's coming from. The one, the one man, man that was man like who was doing all that he wanted ever. Right. Who was doing his own shit. From a, and then that's the other part. From and he's doing the most minimal. What he, what he what Harry has going on is just being with his wife and his children. What his father has done, what his uncle has done, right. Prince Andrew, and them sweeping all that under the the rug. You know, with right. the whole um. Epstein thing mm-hmm. like what the rest of the family has going on this is minimal it is because they're just living a life mm-hmm. they are just trying to protect themselves and continue their own by the way it would take like 12 people to die before Harry even sees the light of day of anything right. so he's like essentially let me live right on a separate thing but what he's doing is so minimal to what the rest of the family has ever had going on and the history that the family has behind them that is <laughs> that's Bentley guys he's taking a good good he's knocked out 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 knocked out that boy if you're wondering good. yeah but yeah you're right like this is just so minimal compared like his father not talking to him I would listen it's hypocritical I would be petty it's hypocritical <laughs> very hypocritical like you straight up made it very public that you were forced to be married to a woman that you did not love. You did not want to be with her. And everyone knew you were still seeing Camilla the whole time. You continued in your relationship with a woman that was married and you were married and you guys were still in a relationship and not even hiding it. And then had the nerve to marry her still later. Yes. And he don't, and he's supposed to be the king. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you worried about this guy. Exactly. It was, it's really odd. It's really odd. But that's family. That's, that's not family, but that's, that's, those institutions, those circles, those things, they'd rather those things happen, sweep it under the rug and move on as opposed to him being realistic and be like, this is what it is. This is what I chose and this is what I'm doing. Right. And that's it. Do you believe everything she said? I believe, I believe a lot. I believe almost everything. Um, I, I think for her, for her, it was clearly easier for her to speak out. That's what I'm saying. You could see in him how he's, has that media training where he's reserved in it. Yeah. And for her, she seemed more non-filter a little bit where she was just clear with everything. Um, so I do, I, I believe her, like things that people said um, when they said like, oh, how dark is the baby or what skin color the baby's gonna be. That a fact happened. That happened without a doubt. Without a doubt. It happens in minority relationships. It happens even in your own, like, yeah. Yeah. Like people of color say things like that all so, the time. Yeah. And so I believe it. 100%. And especially from a British white man. Oh and you know, it had to be his father. Possible. Possible. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who have never seen. And this woman is literally a half black woman. And that was their biggest fear. I don't know if I 
that was her biggest fear. <clears throat> a part of their, 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 their thing. Why she was offended by it. Oh, absolutely. I respect why she's offended, but I'm absolutely. not surprised that the conversations are no, no, no. at all. No one's, no one's surprised that I said that. No. What I'm surprised at, and that they were honest about, is that they removed his security. They removed Harry's security. Uh, that I was like, that's dangerous. I think they and were she teaching said, him a lesson. That's dangerous. I'm not saying it's not. Because for her, like she said, for me and my kids to lose it, fine. We came into this. Mm-hmm. That, to remove the prince's, at the end of the day, he's a prince. Mm-hmm. His security, I was like, that's dangerous. Yeah. That's scary. I think what I didn't believe from her was her quote unquote naiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Like absolutely. in my mind, I'm like, excuse me? Like you, you had no idea that this was going to be like this. <laughs> Like, have we been living in the same planet? Because ever since I was a child, these royals have been relevant. They're the most, I don't even know how to explain it. They're the most, quote unquote, famous royal people. And Meghan Markle's around our age bracket. So Princess Diana was a huge thing. My name is Diana because of Princess Diana. (laughs) Like, straight up. Like, a lot of other kids born in the 80s, their name is Diana Diana because of that. Like, she's a major, major key cultural icon thing in these 80s and 90s people were so, obsessed with her everyone the media was obsessed which yes, is how she died exactly like, but we knew they, what paparazzis were because, because of, of Diana. Diana before that she never became the, popular before Britney Spears and a paparazzi yes it was Princess Diana yes so you're right the naiveness of what maybe the naiveness for the institution overall I could see not knowing about the family per se is a little, eh. I thought that was very eh. fake. There's no way. You've read an article. That you've seen you, a picture. You had no idea what you were stepping into. There's no way that you didn't think it was not going to be hella important for you to do shit a certain kind of way when you met the queen. Like, it's right. like the We've queen We've all seen Prince's Diaries. Like, Even, exactly. On the most stupidest superficial level, like, you always know that this is, like, a big deal. Now we're talking about the longest living queen that we're ever going to experience in our lives in our generation we, we will never see this again this, right. this woman's on the money right like she is <laughs> this is this the shit. queen of england right. you know what i mean and it's like this woman has been the queen for mad long which i shout out to england for allowing women to be queens right you know what i'm saying yeah versus zamunda right you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> see there we go yeah we connected those two zamunda's not letting you have right. he had to go find a son right Right. And then he had three daughters. How insulting. How insulting. So it's like, um, yeah. And it's like, we all, I feel like me as an American, I understand the magnitude of the importance of this. You see what I'm saying? And it's like for her to kind of act as if I was kind of caught off guard. Like, sweetheart, come on. Let's, let's, yeah. If you dating one of the Obama girls, you know the pressure that's going to I already know social, not social services, what they call uh, secret service secret service like is it a man these are just the daughters of an ex-president and you're telling me you're dating a prince of the most of one of the oldest monarchies in the planet and now you're surprised i was just like megan sweetheart yeah, i can yeah that part i agree yeah like you like pretending you didn't know nothing it's and a that, you didn't, that you didn't know what was coming like you knew this was going to be highly intense this was going to be a lot of pressure they were going to be documenting every little thing you do like you know that 
Yeah. And knowing and, and knowing that there's one thing where it's the queen and the family and then knowing that there's the next level of things, which is the overall institution that it is. And then knowing that there's a whole parliament involved, like all these people, like it, you're part of everything. Right. Like you're walking into something heavy and like everything. Yeah. Being naive to that. I don't think so. Right. I, I, I don't see that. I think that that was not genuine. And if he didn't tell her either, like when they started dating, I highly doubt that. Like, I'm sure he was like, I want you to be sure this is what you want to do. I, I mean, they must have he, had that he conversation. He must have had that conversation with her. Because he must have been like, I want to make, before the second date happens, right. <laughs> I want you to know what's about to occur just because we're going on the second date. Right. Your whole life is going to be flipped. Yeah. And by I, date two. He had, before he became a married man, he's always been the wild one. He's always the one outside. Right, because he wants to just, he's probably not even wrong. He's probably just doing what anyone else would do. But because he's who he is, like, it's more noticed. he goes to Vegas and now everybody's taking pictures of him and everybody sees him right. drunk and like, oh my God, Harry is a blasphemous person. And he was just being normal. You're telling me, Megan, <laughs> that I have been living in the United States as long as you have. And I know that Harry be in these streets. And you didn't know that? Like, Harry be like, drunk and hot talks. We've been through this. Him and Riri, like, you know that Harry be out here. Yeah. And everything he does gets documented and all over the tabloids and everything is yeah. everywhere. So like, I'm, I'm surprised that she was surprised that it was going to be this level of pressure. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, but it's just like... that. You're right. That, that naive portion of it, I was a little bit like a, eh, mm-hmm. all right. But yeah, it, it's one thing she wasn't walking. I doubt she was walking into this blindsided. Right. But... Also, I could just imagine, I, 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 I guess it's probably heavier than I think it's he tough. could probably explain it. Yeah, I think it's tough. Because for him, it's his every day. Was yeah. his every, it's, it's, it's what he I has. Mean, you've watched The Crown, right? Obsessed with The Crown. Good show. Great. And unfortunately, that's my Bible right now. Like, this, is, this is how this shit happened, right? No, so, no, no, no. It is what happened. Right. Harry said, actually, in, uh, in a clip of an interview, he said, it's not all there, but it's loosely there. It's there. And I was like, no, that means it's all there. They're That's acting exactly like, it. he's acting like he ain't seen it. You know you've seen it. You, you know, know you saw it. So it's like, from based on The Crown, that's not something that we can all relate to because we've probably all seen the show. It's very popular. Clearly, this is a very sad life yes. for these people. Like yeah. these people go through an immense amount of pressure and they're born into this without even wanting to be born into this. And they're obligated to now follow and live and, you know, live in this like prison of this world. Essentially, right. So because they're worth, I think it's like $88 billion as a family, an insane number. Because of that wealth, they, they, they pay the price with their freedom. Mm-hmm. Like their freedom is not normal freedom. Right. And that makes one question, is the money worth it? Right. Like that's kind of what the crown gives you. It gives you a perspective of, is it worth it to all of this, all these jewels, all this shit, all this catering to your life, but you have no individuality. You're not allowed to have an opinion. You're not allowed to feel against or for something. You have to, you are a servant of the quote unquote people People. and you have no individuality. So it's like a really fucked up trade-off for you to have the money. So I can understand in modern day society how it's very difficult Right. to sign up for some shit like that, yeah. especially when you're American. So I understand that for her, that must have been a really hard pill to swallow to now understand like your individuality is no longer, like you are now this. Difficult. 
And I feel bad for anyone that's in that environment. So you're telling me if I have an understanding, I don't understand how she didn't have the understanding that it would be this way. She probably thought it was going to be a lot easier. I think oh. she, I, she probably assumed that it's like in the same vein of like her being an actress <laughs> and the, what she had as, as, you know what I mean? As her life as an actress, as a B-list, I guess you could say, because she wasn't like, she's not Brad Pitt. Right. Like where they're on you she probably had that kind of thought process maybe I'm assuming, but i but i understand what you're saying like yeah i and, and knowing that this is super heavy just by the way that it looks from the outside in right can imagine how heavy it looks like deeply being in there and i think she probably walked in sort of naive, but she knew she, she had to she knew if she you're knew. an educated person over the age of 20 you know everything. you know if you're in our age bracket you know who you know these people are, are. Yeah. you know who these people are not only that we love the gossip and the whatever and everybody loves it these people made the tabloids yeah. like this is it comes from there exactly you know and, and i'm sure like i said i'm sure by the second date he goes let me tell you mm-hmm. we walk outside it's a wrap yeah and it's nothing's normal nothing's, it's overwhelming to the level that they get documented everything that they do so it's it's a lot and it's like now it makes you want to like kind of really understand what's going on with kate and like so yeah i can kate because she's technically the queen is she if once charles passes does charles still get camilla gets to be the queen yikes oh god Mm -hmm. i don't like it Technically, yeah. Technically. Yeah. Because Charles is going to be the king if the queen passes to my under... Yeah. And then after Charles passes, it's going to be William. William. And Kate will be the queen. But these these British people live long, bro. (laughs) They be living. Because they dad still alive. Yeah. And that man has to be 100. He's very sick. I hope he's okay. Yeah. He's very old. See, like, even that, like, it was interesting because... I think about like I guess in in the eighties nineties like my mom was really into it like every like your mom like people just into it like yeah. wasn't surrounded by it and they know like these people's history of like oh yeah that's how the sister was what's the sister's name Margaret she used to be out in the streets and blah 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 blah, blah. like how do you not know like another thing about it, like yeah how do you not know that and the crown yeah. tells you this my mom goes that's exactly what we said and our parents are Dominican we're not even talking about like this is every country that knows every country like, my grandmother not- has a plate with princess diana's face on it <laughs> and it hangs and i'm like <laughs> there's an african statue and there's a nubian queen statue and then there's a plate with princess diana's face and i'll be like african princess diana dominican stuff and you just be like all right yeah this is how we live but like i my mom watches the crown and goes yeah that's how we saw princess margaret mm-hmm. she was just out in these streets she was just doing whatever. She was Harry. She was Harry. Like, mm-hmm. that's how we saw her. Right. So, like, it's, that is really what was going, like, in our heads, that's really how it goes and how it happens. I, but it's interesting how you were saying that, um, how she doesn't know, or how she acts as if she wasn't know what she was getting into. And coming to America, the same thing happens with the son, where he has to now take on all these things of this new kingdom, and it's not for him. Right. Like, in midway through, he's like, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is not for me. You know, it's just all, I think he finds that like there's like a setup or something like that. Like it was just to fill in some gaps or whatever. So I find it very interesting. Like 
people walk into it blindsided. Yeah. Both both of these, like in the movie and in real life, they're like, and I everybody blindsided. doesn't want that responsibility. No. You know what I mean? Like everything that glitters isn't gold. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. not fun to to now have to live under this immense amount of pressure and like all this scrutiny, it's questioning work your every move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just work 24-7. I think I'd rather have my freedom. I would rather have my freedom also. Mm-hmm. And I would, what they did separating themselves. I mean, essentially, I think in the interview, Harry said he didn't essentially, was it, he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to, he wanted to just do his way separately. Mm-hmm. Right. But they removed him. And so he said, so be it. But I think they're going to enjoy their freedom now. What they can. What they can. I mean, they, they're going to be fine. They signed contracts with Disney and Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I now she has a podcast coming out. Something like that, but they're making moves that they would have never been able to make. Yeah, under that, mm-hmm. right? Because now they're making their own money. They're yeah. not having people's money. They're not for the people, but they're still going to do the work. I'm assuming they can't act differently either. No, and I think Harry has like an organization that he's. Yeah, like, he's. I think yeah. he's going to keep the same consistency as what yeah. he was brought up as. I don't think he's going to wild out. I don't think he's going to get super crazy. I think they're going to keep that same training. They still know that they're in the watchful eye of everybody. They just and don't have the title. They have something to prove, too. Right. right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. They have something to prove. They're not going to act crazy now just because they no longer have the title. I think in him, that title is always going to be there. It's going to be his life forever. Yeah. This. And he's going to act according, accordingly to the whole thing. And I hope that he mends his relationship with his family. Hope so. 100%. With his brother, especially. I think yeah. that's the part where you're just kind of like, you really hope for the for the brothers because they always seem to be kind of close, essentially. Yeah. I mean, of course, they grew up in the same situation, right. life. Right. Do you think that Harry is Diana's love child? <laughs> Do you think that he's... Because that's another rumor that I just got put up on. Where did the redhead come from? Where did the redhead come from? Right. William's not red at all. No. He's bald. He's bald. Yeah. That's true. William's been bald for a minute. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe. Again, not. if Camilla's been in the picture the whole time. Yeah. What Diana was doing. No, she had dudes. Like, it wasn't even a She had him like, well, according to the crown, she got him lined up. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. That's scandalous. That is scandal. The whole thing is a scandal. Everything is. that is in the scandal. And it keeps us entertained, guys. It does. It really fulfills our little, like, just needs of, like, this is great. Yeah. This is fantastic. Like, this is what I like to hear. Yeah, people love to watch other people in misery. Yes. Yeah. quite fascinating. Um, that's why reality TV is the most famous and popular form of entertainment. Pull up a wine a glass of wine and sit down and watch some trash tv and just enjoy someone else's drama exactly instead of the one you have in real life around you right because it's, it's just more entertaining i wouldn't be surprised if uh harry is somebody else's yeah i saw a picture i'm gonna share it with you of supposedly who i have to see is. a picture who, who that is he's like uh i think he was like a, a polo a player guard? Okay, okay or something that was like training them and like diana i think it had a affair with him and always with the trainers is the guy in shape <laughs> Cassie got the trainer. Yeah, that's a life. That's Beyonce a story. supposedly was fucking her security guard. No, I mean he is fine. If it's the security guard, I think it is. I think it was. The I would have. And he got to secure me all day, all day. Yikes! Have you seen what that man looks like? No, but I just feel like yikes. Well, Jay was doing his. 
you might as well get yours. Yeah. If that's the case. Right. Tip for tap, right? Tip for tap. And also, it's already the ones who are right there. Yeah. Like, you don't got to find it from someone else. They're not going to tell anybody. Right. Because they have a lot to lose themselves, their job, their yeah. livelihood. Yeah. Because if that, the polo player or whoever he was, the trainer, yeah. was to speak out about Princess Diana, I don't think he'd be a lot around. Not really good life. Right. I think your first answer was the right, right one. I don't think it would be a lot. I want to put death on me, yeah. but you're not going to make yeah. it far. Like, that's in those kind of big yeah. circle of things, you're not going to go far. So if Beyonce's fucking the bodyguard, so be it. I mean, people who have. Who else is she going to fuck? People who life? have dirt on the presidents mysteriously pass away. All the time. We still don't know anything about Marilyn Monroe. Mysteriously, we just die. Like, oh yeah, he just his heart stopped, and you're like, oh, did his heart just stop? Like, it's like "Mm, that's odd. And and these big scandalous things, there's always secrets. There's always that past. There's always there and hidden. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Harry's somebody else's. To be continued. To be continued. Like I watch. I'm watching um, the Woody Allen Mia Farrow documentary, Mm. which is insane. And there's always the rumor that Woody Allen's son is technically not his, that it's Frank Sinatra's. And you just Whoa, be like, well, twist. that is fantastic. That's a like, twist. That's a, if, uh, if already the twist in the Woody Allen story isn't disgusting already. And he's fucking his stepchild or adopted He child. married his wife's adopted child. Because right. he wasn't a much, wasn't much younger. Yeah, at that time, she was like 20-something by then. And, and Woody Allen's always been old. Always been old. <laughs> yes. I don't even know how old the man is today. But he's always been over 50. Right. right. Maybe 60 in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I could just imagine how old he was at that time. Odd. But like even those little scandalous things, like mm-hmm. there's always all these Hollywood and like scandalous things. Like you'd be like, this is entertaining in its own way. It is. It's just, I'd rather not be my life. Somebody else's. Once again, it's, in, it's fun to watch other people in misery. <laughs> so with that being said, um, vote is out. Do you marry the prince or you don't marry the prince? Is the question. I'd still marry the prince. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Definitely marrying the prince. Because, I mean, you're marrying a prince first. Yeah. Second, I mean, to go through with it, you really have to love a person. To be like, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to. I think take people marry people for less. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And you're not going to marry a prince. And if I'm going to take on the prince and, and what he brings and things like that, I'll take it. I feel like it's going to be very dark. Like everything, like, you know, yeah. all that's going to happen, but I'll marry him. For sure. I think I would too. I mean, it's just, it's like, it's like I always say, if you're going to have a baby's daddy, might as well be a prince, right? Like might right. as well be someone who can take care of you somehow or help Full you on. somehow. Right. You know what I mean? Like what else? Why you have, have the option. Right. Right. Might oh, well just that. And I guess nowadays in the institution, if it doesn't work, you leave. The fact that Diana and Charles were even able to get divorced is the most astonishing to me. That is the craziest story. I think that part to me, that they were even able to get that divorce, is like, they let you? I can't wait till the next season of The Crown. Cannot wait. I like the girl that they picked to play Diana. I didn't like her first. I think the casting is fantastic on that show. The kid that plays Charles? Amazing actor. I hate him if I see him in the street. Amazing actor. He's amazing. He's an amazing actor. Where he makes you believe it. And if I run into him, I'm going to be mad. He's he's doing a phenomenal job. Even when he was a younger Charles, 
and that he was in school and he went to Wales yes. and all of that. She was so good. good. And I'm like, wow, this is really good. good. And I like that they changed the queen as she got older. I love everything about the crown. Very good job. Very fantastic. I'm mm-hmm. sad it has to end. Does it? The story's not over. Clearly. They're not going to put in Meghan and Harry yet. No, but it's they have early. a lot of Diana to talk about right now, which is the real juicy part. We still haven't seen, you know, Harry and William being older and being a part of it right. somehow. We still haven't seen when they finally get to divorce. Like, that's still a really big part of it. Yeah, it is. It's a real big part of it. And her dying is a big part of it. It's huge. It's the more scandalous part. There's a movie, I forgot the name of the movie, where it's just about the queen's reaction of when she died and how they handled that entire month of that. Right. I forgot the name of it, but it's fantastic. So I'm excited to see what happens, but I definitely marry the prince. There you go. So ladies and gentlemen, advice from episode number, I think 94. Yes. Um, marry the prince. <laughs> uh, Google the man. Watch Prince's guys- diaries before you go. Google your date. You feel me? Like if you dating somebody, Google him. Definitely. Learn something. Learn something. Even you don't even have to tell that person that you know these things. Right. That's a secret you can live with the rest of your life is what you did your Google search on. Absolutely. Until they share it with you. Yes. So there you go, guys. Thank you so much for joining our conversation today. Uh, we appreciate your patience. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, make sure to comment, like, share, subscribe, and, um, and keep on encouraging us to keep recording. We really appreciate everyone asking, hey, when are you guys doing another recording? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I miss listening to you guys. I listen to you guys while I'm working. Um, you know, it's funny. It's something to listen to. It feels like I'm having a conversation with my friend. All those things are amazing feedback and we truly appreciate the fact that you guys support us through this journey. There's more to come. Yes. And remember to follow us on Fresh Monday's podcast on IG. Also email us at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, comments, partnerships, sponsorships. Those are always nice also. Absolutely. (laughs) Send them our way. And you can also message us on Instagram or Facebook. Also follow the Facebook page at Fresh Mondays Podcast. Um, It was fun to be back Mm -hmm. and we're going to keep this going. Promise. Send us the topics you want us to talk about too. Things going on. And we'll see you next week. Have a great Monday. Bounce game.